Everybody has that one album that they cherish over every other album. It's an album you can put on any time, any day, and be happy to listen to. You'll never get sick of it. It can be any genre. Country, pop, rock and roll, hip-hop, classical, any single genre. There's bound to be somebody who loves an album from that genre more than the rest. My personal favorite album of all time is Donuts by Jay Dilla. It's an instrumental hip-hop album, and it means a lot to me. Before I get on to why I love the album so much, I should explain to you guys who Jay Dilla is, why he makes the music he does, and how he came to be. Jay Dilla, also known as James Do It Yancey, was born on February 7, 1974. He was born in the town of Detroit, Michigan, to his mom and dad. His mom was known as Maureen Yancey, a.k.a. Madukes. She was a former opera singer, and his dad, Beverly Yancey, was a jazz bassist for the Harlem Globetrotters for many years. So from a young age, he had a background in music and was listening to music all the time. He listened to all different kinds of genres, from soul to classical to rock and roll. Anything and everything he liked to listen to. From a young age, he started to amass a record collection, which he would go on to use later in life in making his music. From a young age, his mom claimed that he could match pitch-perfect harmony before he could even talk. Going into high school, Dilla... Jay Dilla developed a passion for hip-hop. At his high school, Pershing High School in Detroit, he met his classmates T3 and Baton, and they became interested in forming a rap group. They did rap battles every day. They had a fun time, and it, it was a passion of the three. They formed the rap group Slum Village, and Jay Dilla got his start from there. In 1992 is when Jay Dilla began to get serious about production. He was fortunate enough to meet Amp Fedler, who was a Detroit-based music producer, and was lucky enough to use a lot of technology that Amp Fiddler had access to. He quickly gained mastery of all these different technologies, allowing him to work on his craft and become a fantastic producer. He used this knowledge to help bolster Slum Village even more over the next few years. In 1994, Amp Fiddler met Q-Tip from A Tribe Called Quest. Yo, when you bug out, you usually have a reason for the action. Sometimes you just, it's just for mere satisfaction. People be hounded, always surrounded, posted, just like a migraine pounding. At Lollapalooza. Excited to meet him, he gave Q-Tip one of Slum Village's tapes to listen. Q-Tip listened to the tape and enjoyed it, and that helped launch J. Dilla's career. He kept honing on his craft and getting better and better. And then in 1997, Slum Village dropped their first official album, The Fantastic Volume 1. 
I usually rock around 92 BPMs. Like medium, the Lex is what you see me in. Homeboy, don't ever step to SV again. Shout out to Five Ella, ain't no beef with them. Gotta say what's up to House Shoes and BJ The album was a huge hit amongst Detroit hip hop fans. The group was garnering comparisons to A Tribe Called Quest and all these other big groups at the time. However, they didn't want those comparisons. They wanted to stand out. They wanted to be their own thing. They didn't want to be Detroit, A Tribe Called Quest. They wanted to be Slum Village. Outside of Slum Village, Jay Dilla, who was known as JD at the time, was doing a ton of remixes and production for lots of different artists. He did work for Janet Jackson, The Far Side, De La Soul, Buster Rhymes, the previously mentioned A Tribe Called Quest, Q-Tip's solo album, and so many others. The year 2000 is when Jay Dilla's career start to really take off. Jay Dilla produced the rapper Common Sense album Like Water for Chocolate. He produced most of the songs on the album, including Time Traveling, Heat, Doing It, The Light, Funky For You, The Questions, Time Traveling Reprise, a film called Pimp, Nag Champa, Thelonious, and Payback as a Grandmother. I never call you my to even my boo. It's so much in the name and so much more in you. Few understand the union of woman and man. It's sex and the tingle is where they assume it land. But that's fly by night for you in the sky, right? Doing these cold side nights, moon, you my light. This album is critically acclaimed, and Jay Dilla's production is a big part of that. He used very soulful beats and showcased his production in a masterful way. In that same year, he also did a lot of production for Erica Badu's second album, Mama's Gun. He produced Didn't You Know, My Life, Cleva, and Kiss Me on the Neck. Most importantly, in 2000, Slum Village dropped their second album, The Fantastic Volume 2. This album was even more acclaimed than the first one, with lots of iconic tracks that fans of the group would know to come and love. Jay Dilla did all the production on the album, along with some rapping. After the album released, Jay Dilla decided to leave the group to explore his solo career more and more. This led to him dropping his first solo album, Welcome to Detroit, on February 27, 2001. This album is a polar opposite from Donuts. The album features Jay Dilla rapping over his beats that he created, but the beats are more boom bap harder beats that fit a traditional hip-hop album more than what Donuts would become. The album 
is very good. I am a big fan of the album. My personal favorite song on the album is Brazilian Groove. Although every song on the album is at least good. It doesn't stand. However, compared to Donuts, it doesn't stand a chance. In the next year, Jay Dilla began to collaborate with so many different artists, but his biggest collaboration was with Matt, with fellow producer Matt Lib. They created the album J Lib, which is considered one of the biggest collabs of hip hop producers ever, as Mad Lib and J Dilla are both commonly seen as the upper echelon of producers. The album is very good. It has a lot of unique interesting tracks that you wouldn't hear on other albums. However, towards this time, Jay Dilla's life began to take a turn for the worse. He got really sick in 2003 and lost a lot of weight. And in 2004, it came to be that he had lupus. This hindered his ability to create music, to go on tours, to interact. And it was the beginning of the end. From 2004 to his death, Jay Dilla was in and out in the hospital over and over again, sick as a dog. However, he still pushed through to create tons of music in the hospital and in his time at home on bed rest that fans would love to would know to love. In June 2005, various magazines confirmed that Jay Dilla wasn't doing too well and that he was in the hospital. But he kept downplaying these rumors. It wasn't until November of 2005 when people realized just how serious it was. Jay Dilla was touring Europe in November. And he had to do all of his tours in a wheelchair because that's how sick he was. That was the last time he was seen in public as he fell back even more ill. And unfortunately passed away on February 10th, 2006, three days after his album Donuts came out on February 7th, 2006. He crafted this album on his deathbed in his hospital beds over those past few years. Donuts by Jay Della is a 31-track album. Now you might be thinking to yourself, 31 tracks? It's got to be like two hours long, right? Well, no, because each track on the album is short and concise and to the point. The album has a total runtime of 43 minutes and 24 seconds. Every single song on the album is sampled from different works of music. Some of the tracks you may recognize, most of them you 
will not recognize as they are obscure, unique samples. Because the album was written on his deathbed, it's all about coping with his death. It's a celebration of his life. Not a, it's not a dreary, sad album. It's super happy and full of character. Donuts is what many people call a reverse album. The song begins with its outro and ends with its intro, hence the name Donuts. It's a revolving circle. The album never ends. It's going on and on, like a donut. There's no finite place to begin or end. Each song loops into each other and connects to each other. Because the album does have so many tracks, I'm just going to go over a few of the tracks I think stand out from the rest. Although I will say here that every single track on the album is phenomenal. And I think you all should give it a listen at some point in your life. The first track on the album that catches my attention is Working On It. This song, the second on the album, is a far cry from the other songs on the album. You know how I said earlier each song was concise and to the point? This song is the only song on the album that goes over two minutes long and it clocks in at two minutes and 57 seconds. The song has a very upbeat, nice feel to it and it samples eight different songs. The song it samples the most is The Worst Band in the World by 10CC. It has a lot of elements from Sprite Melon Ball Bounce by Raymond Scott and Buffalo Gals by Malcolm McLaurin. I really enjoyed the song as it's the first real song on the album. It's a great way to see just how different of a producer Jay Dilla was from anybody else. It's so unique and so pleasant to listen to. The next song on the album that catches my attention is Stop. This is the sixth track on the album, and it comes in at a runtime of a minute and 39 seconds. The song features samples from You're Gonna Need Me by Dionne Warwick, Why by Jadakiss, and Six Figures by Skills. The song frequently repeats this term stop, as you might expect from the title. I really enjoy the breaks it has in between the word stop. It's a nice play on the word and it it's a nice play on the word and shows just why Jay Dilla was such an acclaimed producer. The next track on the album that catches my attention is The Difference. This is the eighth track on the album, and it comes in at a runtime of a minute and 52 seconds. It contains a sample from Fruit Man by Cool and the Gang and Jungle Boogie by Cool and the Gang, among others. The piano riff from Fruit Man makes its way into the song, and it's phenomenal. 
it gets stuck in my head all the time and that piano riff just plays over and over it's one of my favorite riffs it's one of my favorite piano riffs that I've heard ever it's so contagious it's so infectious and it makes me happy every time I hear it next song that catches my attention on the album is Time, The Donut, The Heart. By many people, this is often considered the best song on the album. It's certainly the most famous. This song contains a sample of All I Do Is Think Of You by the Jackson 5, Yes It's You by Sweet Charles Cheryl, and Strangers in the Night by Street Sweet Charles Cheryl. Funny enough, the first time I heard this track wasn't on the album or wasn't by J. Dilla himself. The song is used in the song Can't Stop This by The Roots on their album Game Theory. They use this song in their tribute to J. Dilla, who did so much work with The Roots and who was a huge friend of The Roots. Black Thought in particular, who is the rapper in The Roots. Black Thought uses the beat of Time the Donut of the Heart to say his heartfelt goodbyes to Jay Dilla. The next song on the album that catches my attention is Airworks. This is the 12th track on the album, and it comes in at a runtime of a minute and 44 seconds. The song features samples of two songs, I Don't Really Care by L.V. Johnson and Bendix The Tomorrow People by Raymond Scott. Much like the other tracks on the album, the song has a light airy tone, and it's very happy and fun. Much like the name of the song suggests, it has a very airy feel to it. It's not too dense, it's nice and light, and gives the listener a bit to rest. The song transition and transitions into the song Lightworks, which is a minute and 55 seconds long. They share a similar theme, whereas Lightworks also samples Bendix, The Tomorrow People. The song also samples the song Lightworks by Raymond Scott, King of the Beats by Mantronics. The first time I ever heard this song was actually on MF Doom's cover of the song called Lightworks on his album Born This Way. He does a great job using the beat to his advantage and rapping over it. And hearing that song on that album is actually what implored me to go listen to this album. (laughs) 
The next song on the album that catches my attention is 111. This is the 16th track on the album. You guessed it. It's 1 minute and 11 seconds long. The song samples a legend in its own time by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, King Tim III by the Fat Black Band, and Here We Go by Run DMC. The song is a nice lead in into the song that comes next. It's nice and light and it's over quickly, but it leaves you with a great bite. Coming after 111 is my favorite song of all time of any artist, any genre. Two can win. This song is a minute and 47 seconds and it samples Only One Can Win by The Silvers. The song is such an upbeat, happy piece of music. Whenever I listen to it, I am just putting the greatest mood ever. It helped me so much during quarantine during this past year. Whenever I was feeling down about being trapped inside or not being able to see my friends, not being able to really do anything, I would just pop on this song and feel a lot better. In fact, in the calendar year 2021, I've listened to the song over 1,700 times. And I know this thanks to the program Last FM, which counts how many times you listen to each song, each artist, each album. And wow, this is this song is just so meaningful to me. I don't know that I'll ever find a song I love more than it. It has such a special place in my heart, and I hope that you guys can listen to the song and enjoy it just as much as I do. After Two Can Win comes his most emotionally resonant song, Don't Cry. Don't Cry is a song that is a minute and 59 seconds in length, and it has very special meaning to Jay Dilla and his whole family. His song was written as a plea to his brother, Illa Jay, to accept the good times that they've had and to not be so sad about Jay Dilla passing. He wanted his brother to know how much he loved him and how much he meant to him, so he crafted this song and created it for him. He didn't want his brother to cry, he wanted his brother to celebrate his life. The song features a sample from I Can't Stand to See You Cry by the Escorts and from Hello Young Lovers by The Temptations. few songs later on the 22nd track, the song God Stopper happens. The song is a minute and five seconds in length, and it consists of a sample from To the Other Man by Luther Ingram. 
It's a very simple song, but it's very sweet, just like a gobstopper. It keeps you wanting more from its short length, but it doesn't wane on for too long. It's a nice bite of a song, and it's great to listen to on its own or within the scope of the album. The next song that catches my attention is Dilla Says Go. This is the 24th track on the album and it's a minute and 16 seconds long. The song keep the song consists of a sample from the Tramps 1972 track Rubber Band. The song is all about letting go and it's and accepting Jay Dilla's fate. He wants those around him to accept that he's going to pass. He doesn't want them to he doesn't want them to stop their lives for him. He wants them to continue living and ex- and accept that he's dead. He wants them to celebrate the good times about him and be happy about his passing, not be sad. The last song I want to touch upon is Last Donut of the Night. This song is the last track on the album, and it's very emotionally poignant. The track comes in at a minute and 39 seconds long, and it's all about Jay Dilla accepting that this is his last work and telling the audience that this is the last piece of music I'll ever make. It's bittersweet because the song is such a phenomenal piece of work, but it's the last piece of work we get from Jay Dilla. The album was a success critically. In 2012, Pitchfork gave the album a 10 out of 10, citing it as one of the best albums of the century. Similarly, Rolling Stone loved the album. In 2020, Rolling Stones released a list of their top 500 albums ever made, and the album came in on their list. It was a bit low at 386, but to be recognized on a list of such stature at all is amazing. The album is regarded by critics as the magnum opus of instrumental hip hop. It's seen as the greatest instrumental hip hop album ever made. And many believe it's impossible to top because of how good it is. In the world of hip-hop, this album and Jay Dilla in general are seen as one of the most influential people in albums ever. Jay Dilla is generally considered the father of lo-fi hip-hop. He ushered in the sound and made it 
more accessible f to people of all ages, people of all backgrounds. He, along with Nuhabis, another producer with similar stature, helped define what lo-fi hip-hop is and have made such an impact on the music scene today with how many big lo-fi hip-hop producers there are and with how big the genre is. And the instrumentals on Donuts helped inspire tons of producers such as Kanye West, Mad Lib, and others in their albums to be produced over the next 15 years after the album's release, Jay Dilla was seen as an influence to all in the hip-hop community and is one of the shining stars of the community. To finish off, this is the album I consider the greatest album of all time. Will it be ever topped? I don't know. But it's just 31 perfect tracks, right in a row. 43 minutes of a perfect, perfect sound. There's not a dull moment on the album. There's not a dull second on the album. Will it ever be topped? I don't know. I certainly think it's the pinnacle of hip-hop and hip-hop production. And the fact that it was done on a man's deathbed, his dying wish... It's incredible. It's one of the greatest feats of music in my eyes to make something this good with so little power, with so much weakness, clinging on for dear life, just trying to make this album and then immediately passing away after you're able to drop the album. It's such a bittersweet story. I want to thank Jay Dilla for dropping such an amazing album giving us one last piece of amazing music before he passed. And I want to thank you guys, the listeners, for coming to my podcast today to listen on WJMS Speaker Box. Thank you guys so much. Welcome to Ace Rodney, the talk for the superstars. Tonight, tonight, great guest, the incredible, incredible, incredible.